Welcome Thunderbird Nation to the Thunderbird Coaches Show. I'm your host, John Smith. With me today, we have head coach Delane Fitzgerald and my man, Coach Darius Smith in the building. Excited, guys. You know, we usually don't get together in February much and, and have these conversations, but the National Signing Day is upon us. We got a special. We need to inform T-Bird Nation what's going on with all the new faces that are going to be showing up on, on campus here soon. Coach, before we get into the the names, before we get into breaking down the players and, and their strengths and why you you wanted them to come here and be Thunderbirds, let's talk a little bit about talk a, a little bit about the, the the tie between Darius Smith and Delaney Fitzgerald. How how far back do you guys go and how <laughs> explain the relationship and, and how you guys know each other? Yeah, Coach Coach Darius Smith here, our running backs coach, recruiting coordinator. Coach Smith and I were roommates mm. while we were part-time coaches at James Madison University nah. 22 years ago. I'm sorry, Darius. Hey, <laughs> hey, got to get it done somehow, some way, baby. <laughs> I mean, the sacrifices you've made to get where you are <laughs> to be a roommate with this cat. No, I'm just messing with you. So 22 years more, ago, more, James more than More than our running backs coach and recruiting coordinator, Coach Smith is my, he is my fashion mentor. Oh, that's, that's fast. <laughs> There's one he probably wouldn't admit to. Yeah. And, and then he is my moral and ethical guide, which I, I sorely need sometimes. Yeah, now we know the secret to the sauce. That's ah, Darius Smith. There it is, baby. Keeping things on the rails. Gotta keep it stirred, baby. Yeah. Gotta keep it stirred. I love it. John love Darius it. and I were roommates uh, again cool. over over two decades ago. Yeah. And the fact that we were part time coaches and about as broke as two young men could be and, and and I think the fact we'd pool our money together on on Thursdays and Fridays to have enough money to buy ramen noodles and then cut hot dogs up into ramen noodles and thought it was a delicacy. (laughs) Got to get your protein somehow. Got to get in somehow. Yeah, I think those experiences have bonded us for life. Yeah, galvanizing galvanizing times in your lives. Obviously, you've had an impact on one another. Darius, tell me the impact Delane's had on you in your your, uh, uh, coaching career. Oh, just being able to follow both of our rise and his rise from being a position coach to a coordinator to a head coach. Having him watch him bring luster back to my alma mater. You know, before he came here, he was the head coach of Frostburg State, which is where I, I got my baccalaureate degree from. So, you know, having that exchange, knowing we coach ball the same way, the toughness mentality, the at the the East Coast attitude, having the ties obviously in the Mid Atlantic from Maryland, DC and Virginia. You know, it's you know it's, it's and it's always great to put yourself in a situation where you're in a good, comfortable working environment. You know, you know the highs, you know the lows, you know how to handle them, and you know how to move forward and and stay on on task for things to be successful. Yeah, and and you can see that out on the field. I mean, the the way the coaches gel, even the new faces, they come in. You guys are giving them a really good base on how to communicate. And uh, look, communication is key to success and you guys can communicate what you want from your players and then they can go ahead and uh, get out on the field and do what they do so uh, coach let's talk a little bit about your coaching philosophy or sorry your recruiting uh, philosophy you got your recruiting coordinator here uh, we're talking about signing day give us give us the scoop on on uh, what you look for and and how you go about recruiting young men 
Yeah, John, I, I grew up outside of Charlottesville, Virginia, too much about Virginia early in the show, but it drew, grew up in the shadows of the University of Virginia's football program in the George Welsh heydays there. And a lot of my recruiting philosophy comes from the George Welsh and George Welsh and the way that he recruited people and the fact that he was able to look at young men when they were 17, 18 years old and like see into the future with them. He could see who they were going to develop into two, three, four years down the road. And then as a player, I got to play for Mickey Matthews. And Mickey Matthews and George Welsh had a lot of similarities. But the, the, the top similarity was that they could look at a skinny, scrawny 18-year-old and, and know exactly what he was going to be and who he was going to be at 21, 22 years old. I've tried to emulate that. Both George Welsh and Mickey Matthews, would they'd sign a running back. And the whole time in their mind, they knew that that young man was going to be a college defensive back or a college linebacker. Sure. Or I always look back at the, the, the national title run uh, 20 years ago. Coach Matthews signed a running back out of Pulaski, Virginia, and he ends up being a starting D tackle. He's a starting three technique on the national title team. And I don't know anyone on that coaching staff saw that coming except for him. Wow. But but that that is where my philosophy comes from. And, and just looking long and hard at young men and, and trying to figure out who they're going to be two three four years from now and what they're going to be yeah i mean that's got to be a skill like looking at somebody looking at frame looking at desire looking at lots of different things I'm, uh, you don't need obviously you're not going to give away the secret sauce here uh, you uh, i'm one to not ask you any <laughs> any questions that have to do with with competitive edge on the field but i mean how does that process go is that a gut instinct do you kind of um, have a formula in your head? I mean, when you see a guy and you look at him and you say, hey, he's running the ball right now, but that kid's going to be uh, free safety. I mean, is it? Is it? I mean, give us give us the scoop on you how that. You start out trans, transcript and film, and you're looking for hip flexibility and, and hip explosion and the ability to stick their foot in the ground and change direction because all those things you have to have. Yeah. But it goes film, transcript, and then you get into talking with their coaches. Once you're done talking with their coaches, you have to talk with some professors. I say professors. You have to talk with some of their high school teachers, sure. guidance counselors, and find out some character issues. And then it goes all the way to the parents. We don't recruit players here with bad parents. Shout out to all of our parents because almost all of them are really, really good people. And that that's what we look for in a recruiting process because the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. There you go. Yeah. Well, hey, with with the style and the recruiting – philosophy kind of covered let's get into it let's, let's talk about the let's talk about the t-birds that are coming up Darius you want to you want to kind of introduce how, how do you guys want to do you guys want to introduce introduce the name talk about him and we'll we'll, we'll just uh, coach Smith can talk about him yeah <laughs> I can talk yeah. about him you introduce him and we'll talk yeah about you him. introduce him we'll and we'll flow from all you. right that sounds great so first off we have Baron Taylor Baron Taylor is a DB uh, out of Sacramento California um, let's talk a little about about Baron Taylor you know, Barron's a, a great athlete. Uh, like I said, we got him out of Sacramento. You know, two-time uh, Capital Valley Conference All-League player, two-time San Joaquin, you know, first-sectional guy. A long limb, long arm, real good hip flexibility. Uh, he's one of those young men, like you say, you, you do the evaluation of what you see on film. Is that what he's going to be when he comes in on, on person, when he gets on the campus? And then you, you saw it, you know, had a little, little bit thicker than you thought he was going to be. The arms were a little bit longer. The height. The eye test is much more than you anticipate. You know, we're you know we're excited to have him. Yeah, when I was reviewing his film, at least the film I saw, right? It's it's just the sampling. Dude's a ball hawk. 
Like he can adjust when the ball's in the air. He's got, uh, I feel like he's got good timing and he can time out those routes. And you, looks, you hit the nail on the head, a coverage DB, yeah. good player. He's a ball hawk. Yeah. You said that. John Smooth can <laughs> run and change directions in a smooth player. Barron's going to come into our football program and he's already 5'11". And he'll grow another inch and hit the six foot mark. And then he's going to put 20, 25 pounds on mm. in our off season program, eating and lifting, going to be a good, fu- going to be a good player in the future. That's that's awesome. Next up, we got Parker Andrus, local kid. Local. Yeah, Parker Andrus plays D-line uh, out of Crimson Cliffs in St. George, Utah. Let's break down Parker Andrus. Like I said, we got a local young man, D- uh, defensive line, O-lineman, Tycat, played well for you, starter for him, you know, first team All-State. You know, when you get a chance to get a local product like Parker, it just lets you know the, the the elevation of what you're trying to go with your program. A young man that wanted to stay home, stay close to the to the area, so mom and dad could see him play. Yeah. And and he understands. He's what, witnessing how this program and Coach Fitzgerald is bringing this program to the next level. Yeah, it's awesome. Explosive, John Parker Andrus is explosive. I steal your word from you. No, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, pa- Parker Parker is an explosive young man. He was the leader of that Crimson Cliffs state title team. They went it two years in a row. Two time state champion he was the leader both years not often that the nose guard and offensive lineman leads the whole team but he did and that was the big reason we wanted him and then going back to baron taylor and parker that their parents that their parents and the way they were raised we wanted them in our football program look i got some notes on parker explosive motor right so you said mm-hmm. he's explosive and he is and he gets after it and he just goes and he finishes till the whistle it looked to me like he was reading he was reading the offense really well like if it was a screen or or something he could catch those cues and then adjust man strong physical and fast those were the those were the things that i saw you with got him. it yeah and multi-sport athlete i mean this dude was like world series little league like baseball player i mean this guy's he, he can do it all he just has a passion for the game let's go down to ian mariner out of sky ridge Ooh. is that mariner right mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. okay d tackle coach tell uh, us tell us about ian uh, again you know we're excited to have in in the program coming in you know first team all-state guy region three defensive mvp you know you know size is key it's it's you know paramount and playing Division One FCS football. So when you can bring a young man with his size and ability to a program as a freshman, obviously you want him to you know, put on some weight, put some pounds on. But at the same point in time, the framework is there uh, for that foundation to build on a, a much better football player, and we expect a lot from him. I mean, 6'1", 290? Yeah, Ian's not six one. Let's don't tell any lies on the show. And, and, and yeah, hey, hey, recruiting, hey, recruiting's over for Ian, so we can tell the truth. Five eleven and a half, six foot. Ian has balance and leverage. That yeah. Young, hey, five eleven, two eighty five. He has balance and leverage that people his size usually don't have, and plays plays with power. And he's explosive. Hey, Ian and Parker, we have a type on the defensive yeah. line that we like, and, and Ian and Parker Andrus are similar in the in the type that we like. Ian will finish school this spring and he'll go on his mission this summer and we'll get him back in two years so a little bit of delayed gratification with him and a couple of the other players but we're excited about Ian when he gets back 
Sure. I've got I've got notes that he had really good active hands. Like he was he's always going smart again. Uh, saw him in some screen game that looked really great from the interior D line. That's that's pretty cool. And he's I mean he's kind of deceptively fast. He was running yeah. running people down 10, 15 yards after the line of scrimmage. The dude's a nose guard. You know what exactly. I mean? Uh, I like his hustle. I like his uh, his motor there. Let's go on to Jaden Wells, Mount Sy. Uh, Mount Sy. Now, we got a Pacific Northwestern now coming out from Washington. I mean, and again, you have to extend your recruiting you know, arm a little bit to <clears> find <throat> the type of young man you're looking for. And once we got, saw his film, uh, you, obviously, when you look at a recruit, you want to measure him against his competition. And he was dominating his level of competition. He was dominating all of his opponents. Then when you look at his accolades, he was a four-year starter, conference player, lineman of the year. So, you know, to have a young man like that interested in our program, interested in our recruiting process, and to be out a lot of, you know, Big Sky and other conference schools that recruit that area hard yeah. to uh, have him come to our fold. Big time plus force. Jaden's father was three, four year starter at Oregon State. Um, was a good football player, so so he has he has some lineage there. Jaden, pay powerful, powerful, explosive, as as explosive an offensive lineman as we saw on film all year, and we're planning to play him at defensive line. J- Jaden has a I, I have, and I'm still I'm I'm still baffled by the fact he wasn't more highly recruited. A lot, a lot of small schools in on him, but I'm I'm baffled. Hey, somebody was right and somebody was wrong. And That's right. Over the next four years, we're going to find out which coaching staffs it was. Yeah, we're, we're high on Jaden. Uh, he came down for his visit. I need to just make the blanket statement. Parents and grandparents of these kids are through the roof, and that's what we're looking for. But he came down on a visit with his grandma, and she was really, really appreciative of what was going on here and what we were building here and happy to have Jaden with us. Yeah, so so my notes on Jaden were, man, are we going to use him on defense or offense? Because he looked so good in both, right? Well, hey, he's ours now. So And also – his violent hands. I mean, he was putting dudes on the ground with one, like you know, one go. If he so show, if, if, if Jaden shows up here on campus and gives us all he's got for four years, John, he's going to be a one or two time All Conference defensive tackle. Yeah, that's what I saw. Great energy and effort, and just I mean, he. My my note here is he's J- just Jayden, a, just yeah. a dude. Yeah, J- Jaden and Parker have, have a chance to play <laughs> early similar. here. Yeah, Sh- show up to campus this summer <clears throat> with a great attitude and in shape, and they're going to play some of their freshman season. Let's go to Jackson Stevens, Sky Ridge, another Sky Ridge guy. QB, man, uh, we don't have time for me to go over to my say, notes. <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, you go off your notes. I mean, when you get a man, uh, young man like Jackson, you know, he's picture perfect, you know, 6'4", ish, over 200-pound kid, you know, local from the area, first team, all state, you know, top 10 in Utah history in passing, you know, threw for over 4,000 yards, carried the ball, rushed the ball. 51 passing touchdowns. I mean, the sky's the limit for him and us in our program. Yeah. You know, and to have, a, again, another young talent like that lets you know the strides that we're making and improving the program leaps and bounds on the type of kid that we're trying to recruit. Absolutely, and congratulations on Landon Jackson. Yeah, J- Jackson, in our opinion, was the best quarterback in the state of Utah Agreed. last year. Yeah. And I don't know, he's not the first, but he, he's one of them. We beat some group of five schools on him. Great, great recruiting effort by our coaching staff. Jackson graduated in December from high school, so he's an early graduate. Early grad. Jackson is on his mission. He left January 8th on his mission, so we'll we'll get Jackson back relatively soon as he's serving now. I'm going to come back here and be a great player for us for a long time. Fantastic. I got some notes. I'm going to go quick, but he throws a really catchable ball. 
Like when I was watching, it's like if he needs zip, he'll put it on there. But if not, he's putting it in there so the receiver can grab and go, right? Sometimes it's just power, power, power. Jackson, to me, throws it in the bread basket and lets you go with the yards after catch. Really uh, sees the field very well, multiple reads. I will say this. Hey, Darius, J- John is surprised by the fact that we would recruit a quarterback that throws a catchable ball. <laughs> John, you know what I'm John, talking about. John, you John, know, I don't want to. I don't want think, all this hey, guff right hey, now. Yeah, you're gonna get all the guff, whatever that word means. Here it comes, hey, John. You think we spend two years recruiting a kid? That we, we, hey, hey, no, nothing he throws is catchable. But let's just go and give him a full ride. I, I will say this: let's just lay it all on the line on, for him. Yeah, I'm changing the subject. I will say this: he had a really good O line also to throw behind all four years. So that is one thing. But when there was pressure, I thought his pocket presence was that's really got, good. That's, yeah, you're 100% right there. Sky Ridge team is very talented. Yeah, yeah. And and, and when, like I said, when there was pressure, he stepped up in the pocket. He was always looking downfield. But when he wants to go, he can pick him up and put him down and get down the uh, escape and get out. So, anyway, I'm going to stop there because I know Coach is looking at me like, ooh, <laughs> I'm going to get you. Yeah, it is. Anyway, let's, let's move from Jackson Stevens to Jake Alexander, Benjamin Franklin High School. Benjamin Franklin High School coming out of Arizona. Again, big offensive lineman, you know, 6'6", long arms, you know, first-team region guy, second-team all-conference, second-team all-state. Again, you're always looking for that height, that long length, in those arms, being able to be flexible, great in pass pro, great in the run game. So he's going to be a – a great addition to our young young offensive line in our program. Jake Jake will graduate high school and go on a church mission also, so he's okay. two years away. John, the best-looking player, the best-looking young man to step on our campus, and you're looking at his stats, height, and weight. If it hey, if it says he's seven five, four hundred and fifty pounds, it's exactly right. <laughs> he hey, he's six he's six five, and he's three fifteen, three oh five, somewhere in that range, and he is a great-looking young man. We recruited him off of potential and the fact that he finished every single block whether he was run blocking or pass blocking yeah he finished what he started which means a whole lot in on the o-line yeah those are the notes i had big time drive and finishes like everything likes to play football and finishes that's exactly right to me looks like he likes contact too correct he really likes to mix Mm -hmm. it up let's go from jake down to crush sours all conference name right off the bat. You know, like, like, do you, do you even talk about the stats or, or his accolades? I mean, do man, you need the, to? Yeah, exactly. The man's name is Crush. Plus, Crush with a, <laughs> Crush with a K. Crush with a On K. On top of that, dude, Crush with a K but, from Pinnacle, Pinnacle High School. So another Arizona young man, you know, coming to help us out on the line. But again, and you, you're going to notice the trend that we've been going through. A lot of first team all district, a lot of first yes. team all conference Absolutely. guys that we're going after. But again. Gonna really be an addition, great addition to an offensive line as a young player. But again, it starts off with the name Crush. Where do you, where do you go from there? Yeah, I don't know. Whoever whoever passed on Crush is crazy because it's the coolest name of all time. Just for, so, so now we're now we're going to recruit them based on catchability and name. <laughs> Yep. Let me tell you, hey, hey. that was the first thing I brought up. In the, when we watched hey. him on film, I first, said, "Hold hey, up, his name is Crush." First team, all John Smith not going to have a good player on the whole thing. <laughs> no, but they're going to be they're uh, going to have great names for an announcer. Hey, what, what, Crush, we, Crush came up to summer camp. Yeah, he came up to summer camp, impressed our coaching staff there with uh, his his. 
how do I say this? He plays his center. athletic ability. For he's, all the he's, listeners. He's, he's an interior offensive yeah, okay. lineman. Can play center, can play guard. He's not going to be a tackle at the college level, but his athletic ability and, and then his physicality really, really impressed us. Uh, he has an opportunity to come in here and help us and be a good player. Really liked his ability to snap and be accurate with the snaps and then get off the ball and step and be physical. You know, I, I do feel a little vindication. I've got great snaps, wide body, hard to get around, but his his snaps are catchable. So he's got <laughs> so he's got he's got a great name and he's wide. He's got a great name, he's wide, and snaps are catchable. Wide body and his snaps are catchable. That's all you need in the center. Oh man, crush! Excited to see you here. Uh, Tyson Line, quarterback at Amira Mesa, San Diego area. Coach, excited for, for Tyson Line as well. Right, man. The quarterback battle is going to be nice. Yeah. The quarterback battle is going to be nice. Again, another, you know, 5,000 career yard passer, 42 touchdowns, you know, rushed the ball, you know, for 643 yards. So, and actually had 14 touchdowns career-wise rushing. So, very versatile athlete, knows what to do with the ball. What I liked about his film when we were evaluating him is he didn't seem to panic in the pocket as a high school player. So, that was a huge plus for us. Stand, stand there with that stand in the pocket with that long delivery and throw the ball even when he was getting hit in the chops and obviously Tyson being from San Diego you, you first thing you think of is Dan Fouts you know standing in the pocket patting the football and throwing it there's some similarities there even though they're about 60 years apart in age <laughs> we really really like Tyson Tyson's going to come in here and be a good football player for us and we're excited about him yeah, he looks he looks like a he looks like a really good athlete. Like he's got a little twitch to him. Uh, skate artist is what I got. His line wasn't the same as uh, Jackson Stevens, and he had to maneuver a little more. But when he got got out on the run, he threw the ball really well on the he run. He has a good feel for what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. We got. I have a huge asterisk by this name. Uh, I, I must have liked him a lot. Cameron Athey. Cameron Athey is out of is it Central High School? Central High in Phoenix. <clears throat> Where's it? Uh, let's talk about Cameron Athey and, and why I got an asterisk on him, why I think he's good. Well, you probably just saw him being very, very explosive with the ball in his hands on film. I mean, every he has a highlight tape. Yeah, I, I mean. Big time. Big time highlight tape. You know, 1,000-yard rusher as a junior, 1,000-yard rusher as a senior, uh, a real compact, but hard-nosed running backs, got some wiggle to him. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Okay. So uh, That answers one of my questions. Are we going to have him <laughs> at running back or at slot? Or where, where is Cameron? You, where do you see him in the system? He stays at running back. <laughs> <laughs> so we got one vote for running back. We'll, we'll see what Coach has to say about no, that. No, Cam, Cam's a running back. We're going to turn hand him to football. I, I'll, I'll be a little bit off here, but 30-some touchdowns, <clears throat> 1,800 all-purpose yards as a senior. Um, scored a whole bunch of touchdowns and, and – had a good season for a high school that normally doesn't do very well. Cam's a military military brat, so stepdad is in the military, and they went Texas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Arizona. So he's bounced around. He doesn't mind. He he thinks the move from Phoenix up to Cedar City is a short move. Yeah, yeah. And we're 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 excited to have Cam and Cameron has to come in here and learn some patience. There's going to be a maturation process, and he's got to learn some patience and some delayed gratification. But if he does that, he's going to be a whale of a player in our system. Because John, the one thing y'all can always guarantee is we're going to turn around. We're going to turn around, hand the ball off a little bit. Do you? Is is he the type of player that could return the punts and kickoffs? I mean, uh, his tape had a bunch of return stuff, but his acceleration, like he he can be one place and then another place, like in a blink of an eye. I just I saw that. I don't know what his hands are like or anything, but he looks to me like that guy could be a pretty good return specialist. Any thoughts there? 
I, I think one hundred percent he's oh, going to yeah. be a good kick returner. Yeah, and return kicks okay. the whole catch and punts in college. Different so it's animal. a special skill. Yeah different animal um let's go from cameron down to chris brown wide receiver out of san diego california another miramisa uh, guy you know when you watch uh tyson's lines film the bulk of a lot of his touchdowns are going to chris brown and when you have the opportunity to re- recruit a tandem like that that's great yeah because awesome. they always have chemistry. already chemistry and familiarity going in again another all <clears throat> eastern league player you know he's actually a three-star recruiting you know but however you want to base those stars type system but you know, well-known, well-recognized in Southern California. A lot of people were ex- are surprised that, you know, we got him. And, hey, thank you because, you know, that's the type of talent that we're going for here. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. Yeah, Chris can fly. Chris came to same camp that Crush was at, same one that Tyson Lyon was at, but he came to summer camp with us. That's a lie. Tyson Lyon actually came to the one in Salt Lake City. So. But anyway, Chris was here at camp, same one Crush was at. And, John, I don't remember exactly what he – he was 4-4-something. And and he ran it twice, and we sent him back and had him run it a third time, and it was four four something. Wow. So he's picking them up and putting them down. Um, the the key will be for us to get him playing at a four four, get him playing it at, at at the same speed that he runs at. But he's dynamic, excited, excited about Chris. And Chris got to put on twenty pounds. He he's got to eat and he's got to lift weights, and we've got to get him in the weight room and do some of those things. But what's going to happen, John is is we'll get him in our strength conditioning program, and our strength coaches are phenomenal in there, and all of a sudden he's going to be a high four three guy we get him playing out of four four and then we've got something special yeah uh my notes my notes for chris are he adjusted the ball well uh up in the air so he's got good eyes adjusted the ball well and fast so yeah yeah we i i saw um smooth speed gonna have gonna have tendonitis in his elbow from patting himself on the back by the end of the show i don't know i don't even know what he's talking about and i already have tendonitis in my elbow i don't think he's got anything written down over there he hears us say fast and he just goes fast he puts up the script these are are my notes these were these were done when i was watching film like doing a you know a good proper job here in 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 all seriousness john john has watched a lot of film on these guys lots excited to talk uh anything uh, else about Chris Brown? No, going to be a good football player. Uh, out of Liberty in Las Vegas, Jaden Robertson, wide receiver corner. Uh, Jaden Robertson, wide receiver corner out of Liberty High School. You know, first team Southern Nevada football player. You know, fifty-one rece- over nine hundred yards receiving, thirteen touchdowns. And I got to see him as he transitioned from being at another high school in Nevada to transferring over to Liberty, where he they really the first high school wasn't using him that much, and you. I actually got to see him grow from during the summer, just watching one summer, then catching another summer. Okay, put on another couple of inches. You know, hands got better, foot speed got better. Then you go to a power program in the state of Nevada like Liberty. He was a threat, and he and he was somebody to be recognized for. All the people that kind of outranked him were the ones that the so-called better powerhouse high school at, at, at the Gorman area. But he's a good football player. We're excited to have him. That's awesome. Long, John. Long, long, long arms can run. A um, lot longer than some of the other receivers that we recruited in this class. Jaden can play both ways. I know he wants to play wide receiver, um, and we're planning to let him play wide receiver. But if needed, he can flip over and play DB and be a very good player. Also, going to be good on special teams for us. Fantastic. I love I love having the Vegas and the and the Utah guys because because they've they've kind of got that local vibe and it's a couple hours up the freeway and, and they can see mom and dad can come and watch them uh beat thunderbirds and i love that for, for us for us recruiting las vegas is local yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. 
Yeah, for for everybody yeah, that's watching from afar, uh, Vegas is an hour closer to us than Salt Lake City is. Yeah, that's right. Out of Hoover, Xavier Williams. Again, another <laughs> long, talented wide receiver. You know, 2,000 all-purpose yards. You know, over 20, 23 total touchdowns. Again, the speed factor. And his speed is almost deceptive when you watch the film, when you look at it. But he can go. He goes after the aggressive football. He knows how to high point the ball. Real good hips, too. And those are the guys that are that young and that length struggle a little bit, still kind of gangly. But, no, he has very good body control. John, Xavier, and, and again, and I'm missing a couple of the parents in here, the par phenomenal parents. So Xavier's mom and dad on his visit along with his siblings. Um, anyway, good people, and so were all the rest of the recruits. I keep repeating that, but I want that to be uh, front and center. Yeah, absolutely. Xavier played basketball his entire life, and he walks in the room, and he's six foot plus. He might be six foot one. He's going to grow another inch. He's going to put on 15, 20 pounds in our system. Xavier's best football is – is ahead of him for the fact he, he played basketball up until he was a junior in high school and then realized and realized that six foot six foot one you're not going very far you're, you're not playing division one basketball at that height anymore not these days and realized he needs to switch over and give football a try his highlight film is a whole bunch of fun to watch for a kid that hadn't played a lot of football Ooh. playing wide receiver playing db kick returns punt returns really dynamic young man note here it says he was the number one wide receiver in the san diego area in, in yards all-purpose yards mm -hmm. i guess i mean that's and i think i think and if i remember right one year playing wide receiver one year that's pretty yeah that's pretty awesome so yeah. so kind of a diamond in the rough we'll polish him up get him out there is that all the high school kids are we are we now transitioning on the list to the uh mid-year transfers we are um let's yeah. go I'm saying that like I know. We got one more. One more. You got the next name. Oh, you're Sebastian Fanua. Sorry, Sebastian. <laughs> that's my bad. You can. You can. That's that's me. Sebastian Fanua. Let's talk about Sebastian because he's uh, Leighton Christian Academy. Is that right? He is. And uh, he played O line. Again, adding to that offensive line, you know, you, you win games in the trenches, and that was a heavy look for us in the recruiting process. You know, another second. Excuse me. Two two way first team All State player. Two way North North Region player. Very, very physical. Yeah. Very, very physical. And again, he was coming in with good size, but once we put you know more weight on him, he's going to be a dominant factor on all, on the offensive line for sure. Yeah, we got him listed here as six three three zero three. Yeah, he's 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 probably not going to be pushing around a lot. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, he's he's every bit of six four. Okay, he's every bit of six four. The three oh three sounds exactly right. Mm -hmm. Sebastian and his twin brother caught our eye here at team camp. They came to team camp here on campus last summer, and, and we were able to see them at team camp and, and kind of get a, a look and a feel for who they are. At Leighton Christian, John, they never come off the field. Okay. So him and his brother would play every play on the offensive line, flip over and play every play on the defensive line. They're here at team camp. It's 90 degrees. You get to see how they handle the heat. You get to see how they act when they're tired. Um, you've heard, oh, wow, how about that? Fatigue makes cowards of us all. Mm -hmm. You got to see them play really, really hard when they were fatigued, and we're happy to have Sebastian. Sebastian will also go on his mission, and we'll get him back in two years. Fantastic. All right, so let's go to the mid-year transfers now. So – up first on my list, I've got Bronson Barron. Bronson Barron out of, uh, let's see, he played at Weber State and Western Kentucky. We've seen Bronson Barron before, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> uh, we're glad that he's on our side of the ball now. But out of American Fork, Utah, let's talk about Bronson Barron. Again, uh, we're talking about our transfer guys coming in. You know, he was at Western Kentucky last year. Didn't really see the field, but before that, had a great career at Weber 
Uh, you know, this is last season there, the 22 season, you know, threw for t- over 2,500 yards, over 21 touchdowns, pocket presence, action, and still can run with the football in his hand. Like I said, the quarterback battle is going to be nice to see. Yeah. It, it's going to be some competition out there. And, again, bringing a, a young man like him back home, back to the area of Utah, you know, it's a, it's a plus-plus for us all the no, way through. No brainer, yeah, to, to get him here. And I think he's got two left. Is that is that correct? Coach? Two years left to play. Two years left. So, so Bronson was Bronson was a starter at Weber State in the COVID season, which is spring of twenty one, and then he started fall of twenty one, fall of twenty two. Um, I think I think Bronson's record against SUU is three and zero, if if I'm not mistaken. Bronson was the starting quarterback for the opposing team before our coaching staff got here. That's right. Which ended in a what sixty two to nothing. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all your fault. Probably that's the way I'm. That's the way I'm talking. I'm a, it I always, I always just take the blame. I'm just a target with holes a, in it. Around, coach. around me, you do a little bit. I have feelings, coach. Smiths are people too. Smiths are people too. We were people too, man. Br- Bronson, Bronson's a return, a married return missionary from yeah. American Fork, Utah. Uh, we're happy as heck to have Bronson and his wife Kennedy. Uh, here with us now, G- going to be a good player for us the next two years, and going to be a part of a um, of, of a Coach Smith said it a couple times of an epic quarterback battle. Yeah, uh, and we're going to talk a little more about that. Bronson Barron came across to me as kind of a field general, like he has a handle on what's going on. He, he seems to me like he's in control. I haven't seen enough tape on him to to you know figure out i've seen him on the field so i guess i didn't see a whole lot of tape but he was just wrecking us so uh, happy happy that he's on our side of the ball again uh to uh just just having three years at the fcs level already in his pocket just just bringing a guy in that already knows what's coming is uh this is smart let's talk about um that quarterback room a little more ventura jc uh jordan pacho avia missouri state dude i've got a i've got an asterisk on him too like he can spin it. He's a confident dude. Uh, he was the Missouri Valley uh, Football Conference uh, Newcomer of the Year. Let's talk about, a little bit about Jordan Pesho. Yeah, Newcomer of the Year in the Missouri Valley. Again, another 2,000-plus yard pass or 2,200 yards, 19 touchdowns. And, again, you know, it's – In one, eight games. In eight games. Yeah. 19 touchdowns in eight games and 2,200 yards. That's pretty good. So, that, yeah, that's pretty good. <clears throat> so, you know, again, someone who – like you said, a field general, he can see things, take care of take care of the football. He knows where the football is supposed to be. We're and we're smart in that room now. You know, yeah. with that we got experience yep. in that room. It's gonna be a part of that competition. Exciting. Coach Smith says we're smart in that room now. Hey, he's saying Justin Miller left the room and we added Bronson Barron and Jordan Pershow and got smarter. <laughs> Coach, I'm hey. hey, I could be devil's advocate on that one for a long time. <laughs> Darius, now. do you see the bus? It's always coming. It's always coming. It's, uh, the bus is always coming with this man. You got to you, you play Frogger, baby. <laughs> That's right. Ching, ching. You got to play Frogger. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't get smarter in the room. <laughs> we, we like our quarterback room, John Um. Bronson and Jordan, and talk, talking about both of them. Both of them have started 20-plus college football games. Sure. Jordan at Ventura and Missouri State started eight games last year for them in the Missouri Valley Conference. So he's seen FCS football as good as it gets. Both of those two young men and their experience coming in here. And then, with John, we return two juniors that aren't willing to give up that position. So it's going to be a pretty good battle. This spring and all the way through camp up till game one, 
it'll be a lot of fun walking in the weight room you can tell there's a there's an added uh element of competition it looks Ooh, like everybody yeah. is going hard especially in that quarterback room what what i have been proud of is those guys getting together and work together yeah, yeah jumping on the same rack and working together and, and pushing each other it's been a lot of fun to yeah. watch the public doesn't get to see it but there's i mean this is 365 days these guys are are working towards their goals uh, and it's and it's awesome to see him kind of just take that next step forward in the offseason. Let's talk about Danny King. I'm excited for Danny King. Danny King coming, you know, kicker coming out of Cumberland, Maryland, an area that both me and coach are very, very familiar with. Was at West Virginia before arriving here. Big, strong leg. Uh, it comes his high school program is, though it's a small high school, one of the powers in, in Maryland. They're in they're in the state championship run every single year, being up there at Fort Hill. So again. Experience as far as understanding the competition level, what it takes to be a winning program, and to have that in a, in, a, in a place kicker, pressure is not you know not something that's going to really shake him or rattle him. Yeah, exactly. D- D- Danny comes to us after four years at WVU, and and Johnny should have kicked more at WVU than he did. Um, got got passed over a couple of times, and I I'll never figure out why, but I'm glad it happened because he wouldn't be here if it didn't. Um, but Danny's going to get a chance to play here the next two seasons and show us what he can do. Um, big league, the the most talented high school kicker that that I have ever personally watched in person. Used to go Friday nights and watch him play j- just to see him kick off and kick field goals and stuff. Got to see him hit a forty some yard one night to beat a ranked team at Fort Hill High School but and making a long story short Danny's going to get an opportunity to kick off and kick field goals here going to be a really good player for us and he is currently pushing for the punter duties so he could have a good spring and a good summer and he could also be our punter dude can just kick a football kick a ball yeah um great experience I mean I was watching his highlights and in big 12 battles and and the dude's been in front of you know 70,000 people and kicking those those game winners and and uh, those critical those critical field goals 40 plus uh at least in his highlights like no problem. no problem. He's not going to be rattled when we no. put our 90,000 in Eccles Coliseum. The 90,000? When we put our 90,000. 90, <laughs> 95. Minimum. Sometimes it's standing room only. 90. Yeah. Hey, it's not going to rattle him. I'd be pumped if we could get 90 hundred there. That would be, that's 9,000, just <laughs> in case I, you're I, I don't know if that's a number, but. I, I just made it up. But uh, I, I also love that uh, on his kickoffs at, at sea level, he's still pumping it like into the end zone up here yeah. we're at 5700 5800 feet i mean they're gonna have to they're gonna have to take it off center street as soon as he gets up here and starts whacking him <laughs> you, you, got a, you got a strong leg getting ready to get used to elevation yeah that's gonna yeah. be cool after danny king i've got toloy nawahine good that's a good one you did it yeah. i did it let's T- go tiloy kahipone nawahine i love it uh at a highland he's a db out of highland utah uh, via Snow Junior College. Yeah, I want, as you go through the recruiting process, you know you're still looking for those diamonds in the rough, and for have him to have him available, being up there at Snow, mm-hmm. uh, willing to come down and play for us. Uh, good physical kid, can run sideline to sideline. You know the question is going to be where we're going to be able to utilize him in our secondary. But I think he, you know, he's going to be a plus for us coming into the into our program. Yeah, I mean, good size at, at, at six one one ninety two. I mean, he's 
He's is he is he? Do you see him playing any uh, nickel or safety or where 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 do you think, Coach, that he fall, falls in? The answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. The, the reason we recruited T. Loy is versatility, hard, hard hitting, versatile, athletic DB. Yeah. Um, I, I would imagine he's got three seasons to play. I would imagine he's going to come in here and he's going to take snaps at corner. He's going to take snaps at nickel. He's going to take snaps at safety at some point in time in his career. John Long. Long, strong young man. His weight's good because he's in the 190s. We recruited him on the fact he could play multiple positions. And two and a half minute highlight tape, he's running around hitting everybody he sees. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, yeah, my notes on him are uh, he reminds me of a little bigger version of Cody Coleman, just flying around. Has that has he just loves contacts and he wants it. That's a good evaluation. That, yeah. that that's that that's a fair. I had made that analogy but that that one's fair and Co- cody played great for us last year and 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 the year before um and we, we've lost him now to graduation and all that but yeah he just i don't know maybe it was just his his attitude or the way he plays but uh they both play with a little bit of that reckless abandon flying around and uh you love that out of a db good recovery speed too my fir- my first recruiting call with Toloy. <laughs> first recruiting call with him i don't know second or third sentence i said i said son what's your favorite thing to do on a football field and he goes tackle I said, hi, he's one we want. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a guy What's your I've... favorite thing to do, make tackles? Yeah, we'll take you. Yeah, we'll take you, exactly. Coach, let's wrap this up. Uh, we're a little over, but that's okay. Uh, we, haven't done a, we haven't done an episode in a long time, so people can get a little extra, a little extra out of us today. But we've, we've gone through the recruiting, the recruits, and, and, and look, we got better. That's 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 yeah, let's, a fact. let's not let's 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 fix it. Let's right or wrong here. Fix this thing here. We haven't talked about Devin Perkins. Oh, so we have to talk we about need, Devin We do Perkins. need to fix it right yeah, or wrong we, we don't, here. We, yeah, we're not, oh my goodness. We're, we're not going to get off here without talking about my I blame, favorite. I blame Darius. My, my blame, my me. I, blame me. <laughs> He's a Smith. We can throw Is him under the bus. That's my fault. Hey, Devin, D-E-V-Y-N. Perkins, um, De- Devin comes to us out of, out of Utah Tech, and, and we've watched Devin up close and personal for the last two years as we played him three times in two seasons, so we know what a football player he is. J- John, he, he he comes in the room, and he, he's 5'10", 205, playing corner, so he is a thick physical corner, maybe the thickest physical corner, most physical corner in our conference, one of the top five corners in the conference. We watched him all last fall, loved him on film, and, and then had to play against him the last game of the season did a great job of putting the clamps on Isaiah Wooden in the last game of the season we got to see how physical he was with Isaiah and how he could run and cover but anyway really really excited about Devin we talk about the parents and how good the parents are Devin came on his recruiting trip with his fiance and his daughter um it was great to get to know them I'm um I'm remiss in not knowing their names but but anyway um great fiance beautiful daughter happy to have them with us I'm, I'm trying to think of how to how to start and finish this thing with with Devin. That Devin's going to be a good player here the next two years. He he makes our defense better the day he walked on this campus. Yeah, absolutely. I see I see Devin coming in, um, lending some experience, but also lending some of that dog. Oh yeah. I mean, he, this, he has his best friend's the squat rack. That dude's legs look like just pistons in a great machine ready to go. I mean, he's he looks the part. He's a great human being. I've had a time to, to sit down and talk with Devin, and, uh, and I feel bad, Devin. Personal apology. We didn't I – mean, we said the best for last, okay? So, um, but – and his, his wife and his, and his daughter, I think she's just a little over a year old. Just a gorgeous family, and I, I think – 
I think he just wants to play football, get eyes on him, and, and maybe look at the next level. He's uh, he's just a really, really great human being. And he's, he's a good fit in our football program. Yeah, absolutely. And he stays with our local contacts, being a Vegas kid also. That's true. Yep. So – so that's great. A lot of great local recruiting out of this class, as well as going and finding out, uh, finding those guys. And we, we had a bunch of, of fights over a few of these guys. You said, hey, we, we won against some pretty major schools out there. And that's just uh, a tribute to you gentlemen, also a tribute to the whole staff. I mean, there's a lot that goes into recruiting, a lot of tape that gets looked at. I mean, I bet your Twitter feed is 20,000 messages, <laughs> P, you know, DMs long, with everyone trying to get into to Southern Utah University. It's cool because it's kind of the, it's, it's, it's turning back into the place where people want to play. Right, it's not that they have to play here; it's they want to play here. That's a that's a, a an attribute that uh, really helps going forward. Winning uh, football, solid uh, academics. The coach talked about families, right? That's that's what we're building here is is a football family, and it, and it's great when we bring in these these special young men to come represent our university on the football field. Can we do some shout outs before we cut this off? Please, let's do it. How about, how about a shout out to our entire coaching staff? They're the ones put this recruiting recruiting thing together. Darius here beside me and, and all of his planning, and then um, our assistant coaches executing that planning. Our SID department, um, led by Reagan Hunsacker, who's behind the scenes in this um, podcast here, laughing at us. Um, we know when we're funny because he laughs, and when we're not funny, he doesn't laugh. <laughs> not yet. Uh, yeah, so, so we know what's going on with that. Is that uh, why I think I'm funny all the time? Because I can't see Regan? That's, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's exactly. You don't see you, – you're laughing, and he's frowning he's at you. He's all idiot. Yeah, look, look, looking at you, rolling his Such eyes. Such an idiot. But hey, Regan Hunsaker and his his crew in the SID department want to thank all of them and, and, and the pitchers and all the stuff that goes on, John. There's too many people to thank, and you'll leave somebody out, but everybody. Um, Courtyard Marriott here in town. And everything they do for us, and, and how first class that is. And well, Amy Tukawalf and her staff, the ambassadors. You know, they they do all of our tours for us on campus. So that's you know. Yeah, Amy, the better of the two Tukawafus <laughs> on this campus. And Jeff's just shaking um, his head. Yes, that's love, true. Uh, we we love some nodding some, some Amy and Jeff. Um, hey, and, and anybody else? And of course, our administration. You know, Doug New, Christy. Cafe Alfredo's, Rusty's, Iron Axe, the Bowling Alley, every everybody that rolls out the red carpet on those recruiting weekends exactly. do a great job in this town. So thank you. Hey, and last but not least, you, my man. Everybody at home thinks we hate each other. I, I, I get text I get text messages and emails on you're too hard on him, you're hard on him. For, for everyone out there, guys, John Smith, we're, we're boys. I could take it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're boys and, and maybe my favorite guy in this town. Thank you for everything, for, for absolutely everything. And for everybody out there listening, this is his idea, this podcast. So now, nobody wanted to do this thing two years ago and 26 months ago, and it was your idea. Hey, thanks for everything. Yeah, you bet. Appreciate that. Quick shout out to Eric and Mark Levitt, um, and and their group that help out with the uh, collective Thor's Hammer Collective. It's it's hopefully it's becoming a bigger part in establishing some some really great opportunities for our young student athletes. Uh, shout out to Eric and Mark and and the board there. Um, there's a lot of people that are involved in that. And uh, really, it's it's helpful for yeah. retention and, and also for, for recruiting. So Th- thank, thank you to those guys. <coughs> we need to take two minutes and discuss what's next. Let's talk about 
two minutes of of of, of what's next. What's next? I'm, yep. I'll, I'll be under two minutes, but okay. needs to. Our, our guys, yeah, our let's guys wrap are, it up. Our guys are in the weight room and running five days a week right now, and and, and really really working hard to get better. We got a we got a six a.m. group and eleven a.m. group and a one p.m. group, and I know I don't have those times exactly right, but we've got guys close. in there. Yeah, it's close enough. We've got guys in there that are, that that are lifting and running and working really really hard. John, this has been a different winter for our coaching staff here. We haven't had to scramble for players. We return everybody from last year. We return a lot of good football players, and we didn't lose anybody that matters, and that's a big deal this day and age. You talked about retention, big deal this day and age. But what's next? Our guys are going to spend the next month getting better. We start spring ball on March 13th. We will have our spring game on April 13th. So our spring game and our barbecue will be April 13th, and we're looking forward to that. And then, hey, the week after that, we'll be back in here doing spring recap. That's so, right. Hey, th- there, there's what's next. <laughs> Until April 13th, for Darius Smith, Coach Delane Fitzgerald, I'm John Smith signing off. Go T-Birds. Go Thunderbirds. Go Thunderbirds.